0: Today is probably one of the most difficult days of my life and I really hope that this typically remains the only day in my life that I've had to face what I have faced today. It's never been this difficult and I hope that I don't have to face this situation again in my life. I actually had to take two, not one but two, PTS decisions today put to sleep. Both critical dogs and a good amount of effort by a lot of people trying to save their lives and I think the difficult part of this process is not knowing if what we're doing is right or not. So many thoughts go through my mind and when we discuss all this when we take into account various possibilities Only one truth remains and that is, we will never know if that was the right thing or not. We will never know what could have been, either good or bad, but we won't know. And you wonder why, why me, why we have to go through so much. It's one of those things when I thought when this was something that I had to consider for the first time in my life, in the past, and then the second time. And I thought, like all other things, I'll get better at handling this but it actually gets worse because you already know the weight with which you will have to live. That's a heavy weight. That's a heavy weight. You think you're doing it, but you just don't know what are the underlying factors that go into your mind when you're making that call. It's almost like, not two, but there are three, four voices in your head and not one voice is louder than the other. It is just there. It just, you're just thinking, you know, you just, Hope that things were black and white. And sometimes things are black and white. Sometimes you just think that, you know, things will work out. There are always endless possibilities. What if this had happened? What if that had happened? You could have done it this way. But it's, it's really, it is always a difficult call to take. It's happened with one of my pets. And almost, you know, we could feel that maybe we should have probably taken a similar call for other pets as well. I don't know. Then it happened with Tingu's mother. But in Tingu's mother's case, at least, you know, we we could see the dead end. She was in extreme pain. We just didn't know. And today, it was Blackie. We admitted her in the hospital about seven days back, exactly last Sunday lots of tests were done and there was no proper diagnosis and then medications were given and it was hoped that her situation will gradually improve she was not able to walk and then after seven days she started showing really bad symptoms of gangrene and the doctor said amputation is the only option but again she was 10 years old had lived her life with amputation We don't know if her kidney and liver will be able to take that surgery with that anesthesia. And even after anesthesia, will she be able to live? Uh, Will the surgery be successful? And if she was to live, what kind of life would she lead? The options are so limited in a situation where you have a dog gangrene. The gangrene would have gone to bone marrows. And, you know, even after amputation, first of all, we were not sure if she will be able to take anesthesia because we would have to test her kidneys and liver to make sure she will be able to take it. Then will the surgery be successful? Even after the successful surgery, we don't know if the gangrene would not affect other part of the body. And if she was to survive double amputee with just two front legs, what will she do? It was a hard call, but we had to take it. And I wasn't leading the call because she actually had a different caretaker than me, I was just helping out in the entire medical emergency treatment and those guys took that call and then I had to go for Gauri. Gauri hasn't shown any signs of improvement since almost three months now, July August September. In fact things got worse, she started getting blisters and the blisters started to burst and huge wounds on her hind legs she is not able to stand forget about walking she can't defend herself she can't sense anything she can see the danger coming and she doesn't know how to respond and she doesn't even respond and she's essentially lying down on one side in in a lot of pain and she has to have the e-collar on her otherwise she would just start biting into her own skin because of the pain and she's a young dog probably six months and we have shown her to three different doctors, twice at CGS and then at Fendigo's. And the hard question is just because we don't want to live with the guilt of a wrong decision, if it was a wrong decision, we want her to be in pain. And that's the tough call. What kind of quality of life she is going to lead if she was to live? Does she have to spend the rest of her life in a cage, lying on her side, getting blisters, not able to even scratch herself, clean herself, living with a e-collar, not able to defend herself, not able to do all the normal things that she can do, She, she could have done, like chasing the squirrels, or defending her territory, or making friends, smelling the grass, nothing. And then we are put in this position to take that call. And it is not just about the dog. It's also about a lot of other things. The time, the resources, could they be used for another dog who could have a better fighting chance? These are valid questions. They might, they might sound brutal, but they are valid questions. And yes, you have to carry that weight on your shoulders for as long as you live, knowing what could have been. You would never know. We have to live through this and at the same time, be ready to put ourselves in exactly the same situation again and do it all over again. And in this Gauri's case, I wasn't even wasn't even the caretaker in the front. It was Karthik and his friend Kirsty who have done all the physical hard work. Of course, I picked her up from opposite the temple, put her in the car, took her to CGS. From CGS, took her to animals first. And since then, Karthik has been looking after her. Of course, I took her from... Uh, from animal first to friendly calls for the doctor's appointment for the checkup. But on a day to day basis, it was Karthik and his friend Kirsty who were doing everything. It's the hardest thing for them. How do you fight back tears? Yes, it involves a lot of tears. It's something that we have to live with. So, yes, it has been. Probably the most difficult day of my life, two of the most difficult decisions to be taken in consultation with the vets and not just one vet, more than one. Just so we know that we explored all options, a lot of discussion and obviously these decisions are not taken in isolation. These are taken in consultation with everyone who is involved in the caregiving of these animals. And if you think maybe it's an easier decision because it's an animal, I guess probably it's even more difficult because it's an animal who can't communicate. We just don't know. We see in their eyes. And you wonder who puts us in this position. And you can debate about it. No one puts us in this position. No one gives us the right. And you would never know if it was the right thing or not. But it is done with the purest heart, with the purest intentions. Just as I feed the street dogs, just as I take care of them, just as I do all their medication, just as I do their vaccination, it's just one of those things. It's all done with the intention of helping them. And I guess as long as that intention is clear, that should give us strength to live through whatever we decide. And it's never going to be easy. It probably will get worse. And as I said, I hope this is the first and the last day I have to take two of those decisions on the same day. I really hope.